Hey there guys this is Amish Parmar over here and this is Rohan this side and let's get this episode started Okay so um so the next thing i was wondering about was do you have to be a good cricket player to be a good cricket coach no <laughs> why not uh because not every good student is a good teacher hmm and in similar way i think not every good teacher is a good student perhaps no i don't think so the converse is true i think every good teacher is good because he or she is a good student and that's why he or she is a good teacher yeah that's my Am point right am i making sense yeah 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 so all good teachers have to be good students but all good students need not be good teachers but that's not the question i'm asking so what i'm saying is if you say for example if you want to become a professor of physics you have to know the subject very well and you yourself should understand it very well so that you can then train others in the subject similarly in cricket you have to know your basics very well and you the difference with uh, cricket would be you don't have to model many things out modeling as in showing say for example if there's a player you need not show that person by doing it yourself you can show them videos you can guide them you can show them the posture etc that's what i was wondering that do you have to be a good player to be a good coach because tell someone that this is how you are supposed to do it you need some credibility only comes when you can do that very well i i feel that i i i don't think so i totally understand what a cricket coach actually does in the first place because for example if you have a team of 11 players or if you have a team of 15 players and you need to choose the 11 playing 11 i i feel that you can do that just by choosing the players which are in top form and the player themselves know how to play and what to play so i i feel the main uh, work of a cricket coach or maybe any sports coach for that matter which involves teams as in not individual sports but team sports is to make strategies and to make predictions of some sorts so it is more strategy and experience based and not the actual sport or not actually how to play that's what i feel or how to hit a ball how to hit a six that's not what your coach tells you you know that because you are selected to represent your country so of course you know that that is not the point but a coach will maybe tell you how to play which balls to leave which balls to not leave how to avoid getting out on the same kind of deliveries again and again something which has to do with strategies and not with actual gaming or actual playing so it it's not important or it's not essential that a coach be a very good player himself a very good example comes to my mind is of mr harsha bhogle yeah so he is like one of the finest commentators i have ever seen or i have ever heard and apart from being a commentator he is a very good life coach 
and he is a very good speaker so like i don't think so he has ever played cricket so he is not a cricketer but he is an excellent commentator and even to be a commentator you i think you need to understand a lot of cricket that's going on i, I feel because commentators are the ones with which the whole audience or the whole world is interacting in some ways while the match is going on so it is the commentator's job to bring out the tension or bring out the happiness or bring out the total atmosphere of the game to the people who are watching it on television and that's a great responsibility and mr harsha bogle does it fantastically about harsha bogle so he is a commentator right he doesn't do train other people uh, i agree that commentary needs very good understanding of the game and i think harsha bogle does a fantastic job at that but in commentary you're not critically analyzing things and you're not giving feedback to the players you're not training the players so that's why i wanted to talk about being a coach actually ha ju- yeah, just yeah, actually i i have no idea why that person's name came to my mind but i think in some ways uh, i associate cricket with him i don't know why but i just find him to be a great personality i don't know why i brought him into picture so amazing personality and he's a very good speaker life coach i don't really know so commentary you're not training other people and that's why i wanted to talk about a coach and also one assumption that you made was i'm just talking about the indian team but coach could be someone training some children in sadhi ground in my colony also so it need not be professional cricket some coach have to teach batting basic bowling basic posture etc so i'm talking also about those coaches like if someone is teaching someone cricket i think they have to be very good at cricket themselves first we need not stick to cricket itself you can use i mean i wanted to bring about a general topic so even if you want to say about say for example guitar if you want to teach others guitar i think you need to prepare very well yourself first only then you can coach or train other people to play the guitar well see sports and music are two different ball games when it comes to music yes the person needs to understand that instrument very well in order to teach it but sports mentoring is a different thing let's let's take the example of football every team has a coach and a manager but when you when you talk about football the manager is given so much more importance than the coach and i don't think so the manager teaches them how to play the game in literal sense but it is more about strategies and when a player should go in come out and stuff like that so i think the manager is more about strategies why i am comparing the manager with the coach <laughs> i am going off topic so much uh, but i feel on a very over the top note i feel a coach does not have to be a very good player that's what i feel yes Okay, uh, I think sometimes manager also play the role of coach. Say, for example, a team of coders. If one of the coder is very good at his or her job, they get promoted as a manager, and the manager then leads the team to code well, or they become the trainer for the entire company's new recruits. You can also think about in that sense that generally people who are good at something they are given the task to train other people and. The, 
the reason they are given that task is because they themselves are very good so now you go and teach other people how to be equally good and that's what happens in academia like if you're a very good student but that's where it all fails yeah, right so in ac- academia it's failing because if you're a very good student and you score very well it does not generally translate into you being a very good teacher but if there is a good teacher it's always the case that that teacher has been a good student because the teacher was a good student they have good understanding of the subject and hence can be better teachers mhm correct correct so what's the conclusion for your question i mean i don't have a conclusion it's a question that i have and generally i think i'm leaning towards yes coaches have to be good at their game to coach someone else uh i think i would like to disagree because in my mind the picture is so painted that a coach has to do more with strategies of how to play the game and not literally how to physically play the game i feel a good coach is a person who is able to identify where you are going wrong and where you can improve yourself and there's always room for improvement so a good coach will be always able to identify that and always try to make you a better player than you already are be it in any field or like be it batting be it bowling be it fielding yeah that makes sense because so primary role of a coach is not playing the game well or doing the task very well but task is to identify what's going wrong and then as you said strategizing what is that one improvement this person should work on right now and hence making that person better at his or her job so identifying and then strategizing how to improve on that that's the primary task and the skill sets are different but it's just difficult for me to get a counter example where the person is a very good coach or a very good teacher or a very good manager but they don't know their job very well i mean by the job i mean the job that the people are expected to do under the manager or the coach since we are at this topic of teacher and student and stuff like that there's one thing that i wanted to ask you and i was waiting for when we record so that it's on record and the whole world can listen to it you have been a teacher for a year now right right so so share some memorable experiences that you had <laughs> during your school time and in particular i am looking for such moments which might have surprised you which might have baffled you uh, such questions that your students came up with which were so out of the box that you were not able to answer them then and there and i'm not talking about some factual questions but some questions which are very intelligent ones so has something like this or something along those lines ever happened uh, i don't think you'll get very good responses from me because i am a person with a very bad memory so i forget things very easily um there's nothing worth telling which has happened in my class but there's one story which is interesting which is not from my class so about 2 3 weeks ago when the schools were still running government mandated that soaps be provided to students and they were using sanitizers etc and the students of a school are fascinated with the sanitizer okay everyone is bringing sanitizer and 
every few minutes they'll take out their sanitizer and rub their hands and say okay we have killed all the germs and viruses so there was this one boy and uh, he just put that lotion on his hand rubbed it and it created some face okay it creating some bubbles white colored bubbles and he's showing it to the teacher saying didi dekho abhi hai na thode dil mein theek ho jayega and obviously it so basically it was soap it was not a sanitizer and that student got confused between a sanitizer and a soap so he just used the hand wash and it was all <laughs> it was soaking with the soap and obviously if you just keep it as it is it's going to disappear but it's still not washed and it, it was Correct. really funny that right? it was showing the entire class didi dekho abhi ye thode dil mein chal jayega and he was actually showing the teacher okay abhi thodi der mein gayab ho gaya na matlab ye saaf ho gaya and it was just funny <laughs> okay uh, okay uh, anything else uh, so your second question is interesting questions oh there's so many things okay on a regular basis especially in my science classes i think i've shared this with you my class is very curious in general and they'll ask anything any any anything so if you're teaching sound and you say them okay if you keep a pipe and you say something from it because sound is going to travel faster in solids the first sound you're going to hear is from the pipe itself and then from the air so if you have a long enough pipe you can hear two sounds etc something along those lines so these people will say acha bhaiya isko agar pani mein dalenge to kya hoga isko space mein likhe to kya hoga isko space mein likhe but beech mein se beech mein kaat diya to kya hoga they ask very out of the box and i mean i think there's a competition in my class that who asks good questions and i think i mean i love this competition and that always trying to bring me down earlier it was i mean a few students were not i mean they were bringing me down in a negative sense like they would just stand up and so if you tell them something counterintuitive they'll just stand up and say nahi bhaiya aap to galat ho and that's not done right because they're not even listening to me and not giving me a chance to explain myself so and also the wordings bhaiya aap galat ho they think that they know everything and bhaiya is saying something wrong uh, if you have some dissent there's a way to sell that and i have been working on uh getting that in place for my students so yeah to be honest they'll keep asking me these random weird questions related to my science classes and in general in physics it's very easy and i am pretty much confident in answering these questions chemistry also i have some level of confidence because 10th grade 9th grade chemistry is not that complicated um but biology i really failed to answer the questions I think I really admitted very well so I just say I don't know the answer to the question and some students got upset about me saying I don't know the answer to the question when earlier they were just baffled okay that how can a teacher say that he or she does not know the answer and I was like obviously they don't know everything and there will be things that we don't know and I have no shame in accepting that I don't know and students were just baffled okay what is this going on how can a teacher say they don't know and some people were really getting upset about the fact that i was saying this again and again so one person came and gave feedback to me saying bhaiya that you should not say this again and again so i said i think it's okay to say that and i was just trying to explain that if i give you all, all the answers then you all are not learning right you all are going to forget it you all should go home and try to find the answers by themselves by yourselves so he said that bhaiya then you should tell that every time so now whenever i don't know the answer i have to say this long phrase so this long phrase is i don't know the answer to that question 
but I encourage you to go home and try to find it out yourself. If you're finding it difficult to find it yourself, then come back to me and we can find this together. So every time I there's a question which I don't know the answer to, I'll say this long phrase. Okay. So do you remember any such questions in particular? No, that's what I said, right? That I have a very bad memory. So I don't remember any question in particular. I remember concepts that were very hard for them to digest. So, for example, when I was teaching in geometry and I said, all squares are rectangle, all squares are rhombus, all squares are parallelograms, something just does not sound right because a rhombus is a rhombus and a square is a square and both of them can't equal. So, they were just trying to, they were just finding it very difficult to get that concept and people were outright saying, bhaiya, kuch bhi bata and uh, yeah that was one thing uh, another thing i was recently teaching cone right so there's a lot of imagination in the chapter mensuration surface area volume so a lot of imagination and making them understand the connection between so if you open up a cone it is going to become a sector of a circle and what will be the radius there's that so there's a lot of imagination that also gets tricky. But if you ask me to share some question which was really good, I don't remember. And there were some really good questions. Okay. Some amazing questions that come up, have come up. It's just sad that I don't remember them. Maybe next time you should write it down somewhere. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I should write it down. It's a good habit because some questions are really so amazing that it, it's it's good to share with people sometimes. Yeah. True. Cool. Cool. Nice. So, I saw in the last 2-3 weeks, you're posting many status, you're uploading many status on WhatsApp with respect to you being in Goa. So, my question to you is, why do you upload status? To be very honest, I was in Goa for 5 days. On the first day, I uploaded 3 photos, no, 4 photos. On the first day, there were 4 photos. On the second day... There were, I guess, three photos and one video. And from the third day, there were no status updates. So I think according to normal standards, you won't say that, that I was uploading a lot of statuses. I was not. Uh, <laughs> I was getting that. I don't understand why people, yeah, I don't understand why people upload status. Like if they're going out or they're eating something, I mean, what are they trying to say? That's the whole point of social media, right? To let everyone else know what you're doing. It's as simple as that. Why do you want other people to know that though? That's the reason you have a social media account, right? Or you want to share something with people. Sometimes it's not just about where you are or what you are eating. Sometimes it's just about a good video that you came across on YouTube and you would like to share it with everyone so that everyone enjoys it. So it's it's a YouTube video or it's some funny meme that you came across. So you just share it with everyone. It's that simple. Yeah, so funny memes, photographs, songs. Or basically you want to promote your podcast channel. Yeah. So yeah, you podcast. upload the link. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So all this makes sense to me. Okay. If you want to send out some important message, etc. I think it's it makes sense. But people going somewhere or just uploading their pictures 
or eating something i don't understand why they upload that and that's the reason i asked you a very specific question that when you went to goa and you uploaded a few pictures of yours why was that what were you thinking so let me let me take you back a little bit so i have been very lucky enough that i have made almost 5 to 6 trips and when i say trips i mean long week long or 10 day long vacations in the past one year beginning with rajasthan then singapore then goa then again goa last week and in between also i went to places for two days three days like lonawala and stuff and so generally what i do is obviously when you go out somewhere you click a lot of pictures and knowing me i click a hell lot of pictures be it food be it myself be it my photography page or anything right so i have a lot of pictures that i have clicked but i feel that if you are going somewhere a place which is new to you for example rajasthan or singapore i i don't want to waste my time in uploading the statuses then and there because that is just a waste of time and every second that you are there you should be enjoying i honestly do not find uploading statuses enjoyable but it's just a thing as in if you are part of a social group or if you are a part of a society you have a instagram account whatsapp thing so i think it is good to upload and you know when i see other people statuses i feel that i should also do the same and going to singapore was a big thing for me because it was my first international trip so i felt i want people to know about this but i did not upload the status then and there and the the bad habit that i have is i upload the statuses when i come back to mumbai whenever i'm free whenever i'm bored uploading statuses is my favorite pastime then so i'll upload a status update of a picture of me with the morla and in singapore today and two days later i'll upload a picture with me in some fort in rajasthan so people are hell lot of confused at where exactly i am right now so there are people who reply to my status saying that are you in singapore are you in rajasthan are you in mumbai are you in pune so that's that's one thing that i kind of like so that people don't know where exactly i am so avoiding to meet people becomes very easy that's a good thing but uh, this time when i went to goa i felt ki let's let's just upload a few pictures and i was excited about this goa trip in particular because this was my first time in goa with friends this was my fourth time in goa but first time with friends and you have a different kind of fun when you go with friends apart from when you go with family so yeah that's why i uploaded and after two days of uploading a few images i felt bored so i stopped uploading altogether uh, so in conclusion it's like you were just mindlessly doing it just for the sake of not much thought to it yes see as you know that i am a food reviewer and i have a very active instagram page for my food hobbies and so there's a different thing when it comes to my instagram account which is hungry young man and my personal account so when i upload status through my personal account it is about my personal stuff as in a visit to singapore or something like that but when it comes to my food account it is essential for me to upload statuses and keep uploading statuses because that status uploading is a factor which pitches in when you are talking about increased traffic rates to my page 
so if i have a status update it is more likely to pop up in someone else's feed rather than my post popping up in their feed so it is essential for a blogger any blogger to keep uploading statuses every 4 to 5 hours maybe basically because that has to do with the traffic that you have on your account but i honestly do not find it that enjoyable but i have to do it for my account sometimes yeah that makes sense obviously if you have something like a review channel or even i have a photography page which is which i haven't uploaded since a long time but in those cases i do think status uploads make sense but these are all food related or photography related what i'm mm-hmm. what i was getting at was personal pictures or just picture of me sitting picture of me walking all those don't make sense to me see picture of you sitting or picture of you walking is not important what is important is where are those actions being done you sitting at home no one is interested to know that you are sitting at home but you are sitting on a beach in goa people are interested to know that right so there's a difference are people interested though that's my question i don't think people are interested i i think people are interested because i got a lot of replies to my status that i put on whatsapp so i don't think so i would classify that as people are interested but they are at least interested enough to look at the status and reply of course if 100 people are looking at the status 8 or 10 of them would reply but at least 100 people are looking at the status and looking at whatsapp statuses is i think one of the very favorite pastimes of people That's at least true. it is my yeah even even you agree right yeah. so whenever you are feeling bored you just open whatsapp you check you don't have any messages you open status section and you just mindlessly keep tapping everyone does that right yeah. so also one interesting thing that you said that when you see some one doing something on instagram you also feel like doing that and you know there have been phases in the past where i've just deactivated my instagram handle because sometimes it gets a little too much because everyone is posting their happy time and no one is posting their sad time so you feel everyone else is happy and only you are the one who is facing challenges and you are the only one who is sad so it can also be dangerous because people upload things which they think will be positive will show themselves in a positive light that's the curse of social media that everyone goes through but no one agrees that they are going through it i i feel that every blogger including me has this phase in his or her life or at least some days where he or she feels that this so and so person is of course not better than me or their content is not better than me but still he or she is getting more appreciation in the form of likes comments and shares and i i do feel that sometimes but uh, i feel and, and what i also feel is that the social media is very very biased towards females especially instagram so i i feel that gender bias is very prominent when it comes to instagram hmm yeah i think the data will also suggest the same thing about feeling that others are getting much more appreciation and it's not well deserved i think it's also about consistency right i think many of the people think that creativity they just imagine that one finding you're going to find inspiration and things are just going to work by itself 
but i think what many people fail to consider is it requires a lot of discipline and consistency and you won't feel like writing something every time but sometimes you have to force yourself and inspiration strikes only when you're doing that inspiration is hardly going to strike when you're watching tv when you're say studying writing something because if you want inspiration to write a good song on guitar you have to be playing guitar and that's the perfect time for inspiration to strike so and i think consistency is also very difficult sometimes you just don't feel like say clicking a good picture or writing something so it can be difficult in that way yes yes i totally agree but i want to brag about it saying that i am very consistent on my instagram page and i have <laughs> and i have been having two posts every day since last two years i think so two posts are guaranteed sometimes if it is a weekend i it might also go to 10 posts in a single day but i think i am very consistent but yes i i agree that you can always improve yourself and sometimes you are just not in the mood to do it but you just do it for the sake of it and that does not give good results but yes consistency is the key i i totally agree with that how come do you have so many photos like you are clicking everything you eat you are clicking every other dish on the restaurant on different tables what are you doing how do you have so many photos yes yes so the thing is like many many uh, bloggers are there on instagram and i am friends with many of them what they generally do is they just post one picture per dish so if they have a dish they just click one picture of it and they post it or they might click a lot of pictures but they just post one picture of the dish but i think that's not a good idea so you have been with me to restaurants right mm. i take the single dish and click it with different angles and i think it is important to show that same dish with different angles and sometimes you take the background into picture which incorporates the ambience of the restaurant sometimes you focus on the dish so that you get the finer details out in the public so i think i i, I do that i i post like two to three images of a single dish and that's why i i have so many images but i have been to so many restaurants that's why i have so much data mm. and you won't believe me you won't genuinely believe me i i think the last time i went to a restaurant would be sometime in the month of january yeah so it's like almost 3 months and i have not been to a restaurant because job when since i started working there's this job and on weekends i am free but i just don't feel like socializing perhaps or even if i go to a restaurant with my friends i i don't do that taking the food image with 10 different angles finally. when i am with a group yes finally yeah. i don't feel like it these days so yeah. happy to hear that but my opinions might change depending on my mood fingers crossed <laughs> let's hope this corona ends as soon as possible so that at least we are able to go to a restaurant and if i'll be clicking images or not can be decided then yeah there will be a lot of partying after things get settled down 